So on behalf of the team at Accrue Wealth, an independent educational platform of Jawosh Global Limited, we are welcome to the third episode, Creating Digital Assets for Wealth. And our slogan is, you too can be wealthy. At Accrue Wealth, we refer to ourselves as teammates, and therefore we are working as a team to take advantage of digital technologies, digital tools, digital networks, to grow the next set of world richest and from this part of the world. Our purpose is to improve teammates' learning power to enhance their learning potentials. We work with tested, proven strategies to get wealth. We use these digital tools and the knowledge of our computing science to implement these strategies continuously as a practice. And we hope to raise individual teammates who could be handing over the next one year, two years, or three years, a million dollars, which we have seen happening in other climes uh, of the world. So I welcome every one of us uh, to the team. As we all know, time is money. So you have a money tree somewhere there. You need the time and the process of certain activities to get your money tree growing. You are welcome. So today, quickly we'll be looking at digital assets, the tools, the strategies, and of course, to understand some methodology behind creating wealth uh, on the digital networks. And also to let you know that you too can be wealthy. Digital assets. We are all familiar already with the various tools that are available. We are not new to technology, I believe. But incidentally, we always see this technology from the point of communication, seamless communication, sharing information. And therefore there is a need to start thinking around the subject of some of these digital electronic content as digital assets. So this is what digital assets is essentially all about. It is created across the globe. We have over 4.5 billion world population already in the cloud on the internet with me and you with our devices being access points to this huge, tremendous power of the internet to create assets that can serve as cash flow, that can bring about cash flow and income. So what are the takeaway from this section today? You get to know more about the digital assets, how to create your own digital assets if you have not started creating them, and then see the what of some digital assets out there. So what is an asset? Uh, Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant uh, helps us to quickly give uh, some pictorial view of what an asset will look like. And also we have put, I put some definitions, which says is a resource owned or controlled by a business or an economic entity. So whatever resource you have electronically that is owned by you personally or your business, or it's involved in economic activity or registered business, uh, it could serve as an asset uh, because one, it has positive economic value or it produces positive economic value. Quite a number of us are used to funds management, we're used to capital markets, stocks and bonds and all the trading instruments. Uh, we're also used to real estate as assets. But now digital assets are now beginning to play key roles to enable individual digital citizens who will ordinarily not have access to make such investments in real estate, make investment in oil and gas on the financial services sector to begin to create assets of uh, inestimable value. Assets also represent value of ownership that can be converted into cash. That is a system that you own and that brings you income at the end of the day. So digital assets, uh, by way of definition, any electronic content that is, it exists in digital format and there's a right to use it. So if you have been sharing information freely on the internet through any of the available means, on the internet, the network of networks. If you have been sharing your images, you have been posting events without actually creating 
a copyright of it, then that is not an asset. That is just an electronic content that is out there to inform those who need that information. But in terms of digital assets, uh, it exists in digital format and comes with the right to use. That is to say, any digital format, any data, be audio, video, okay, or images that do not possess or test that, that having that copyright or rights are not considered as assets. So, and these digital assets are created by legal persons or natural persons or even entities. And today they are serving as means of exchange for payment and also used for investment purposes as we see. And ownership can be transferred from one generation to the other. It can be stored and all are traded electronically. That is digital assets. Types of digital assets that we have today. If you Google it, you will see uh, eight common types. And there's cloud storage. Uh, you have cloud software. You have digital media today. There are graphics in terms of designs. Even Word documents can serve as assets if it meets that definition. We also have the PDF of documents. And we have PowerPoint presentations, also websites and directories. Some of us have websites. Some of us have electronic directories. Some of us have been making presentations in our various professions and occupations and career in the past years. Some of us have uh, written notes that could form a book, an electronic book. But all of these contents can serve you as digital assets. Or you might be a graphics designer and you have so many designs, particularly for specific niches or markets. Uh, all these, once converted to an electronic uh, format, serves as digital assets. So, what are the common types? In photography, logos, business logos, organizational logos, illustrations, charts, animations, audiovisual medias, presentations like I made, spreadsheets, as we see, digital papers, word documents, electronic mails, websites. Once this content exists in digital formats and there's a right of use on it and how it is being used, that constitutes a digital format. Of recent, uh, there's inclusion of metadata which looks at how we feel and express our feelings online. Uh, other includes PDFs, audio design files, like I made mentions. But these digital assets essentially are supporting the businesses in the modern uh, uh, business environment. So they serve as tools for promoting content, marketing for sales, for legal, as well as technology initiatives. Why is Jawosh Global and the Limited through a cool word promoting the creating of digital assets for wealth? It is important because businesses today and in the future, which we are already in, cannot build successful brands and marketing campaigns without these digital assets. Also, it's very important because it's playing key roles in sales promotion, sales efforts, how employees are trained, and how managerial workforce can be scaled up. So most businesses globally are beginning to realize the impacts of digital assets and also start putting their own digital assets in place. And it's not enough to have these digital assets. There is a terminology that is called digital assets management, which is DAM. Digital assets management is a process to manage and distribute your digital assets. But we won't be looking at that today. Subsequently, in a series when we are talking about maximizing digital assets for where we'll be talking about digital asset management. Already we have digital companies, online businesses, virtual businesses who are already setting up to manage your digital assets. And one of the characteristics of a dam is the fact that it can connect all various types of your assets online just in one view. Digital assets exist across the different occupations and the markets that those occupations serve. You might be wondering, 
how can I connect? What kind of digital content can I be able to create? It is important to note that across the different professions or vocations where you belong, uh, your occupations or the markets that you serve with your skills and knowledge, uh, it's possible to create digital assets. So talking about creating digital assets for where today, episode three, we are looking at digital assets, the tools, the strategies, and the methods to create them, and then conclude this month series with saying you too can be wealthy. Now, we said digital assets includes uh, spreadsheets, Excel file. It also includes PDFs, audio files. It includes designs, graphic designs. And so you realize that there is no occupation that exists in the world today. On the screen, you have uh, the category, a broad category of uh, most of the occupations that exist in the world today. So whether you are in architecture or engineering, you are in hard design, sports, you are in media, you are in cleaning and maintenance, business and financial services, you are in health services, you are in the military, management services, construction industry, education, farming, fishing. There's a content that you can create electronically with the rights to use, and that becomes a digital asset for you. So eight major digital assets is in the literature now. Uh, one of them is the portable document format, which is PDF. We all work with PDF. We all share images in PDF. But quite a number of books are now ebooks. And the format in which this document, this file is stored is in PDF. So imagine that book you've been trying to write. Imagine those content you have been creating. Now it is time to start capturing every element together, all the notes you have been making in your daily uh, uh, workbook or your diary. It is time to start putting them together so that they can constitute an asset digitally for you. And you can use the PDF to view, navigate uh, PDFs. And everywhere globally, Adobe Acrobat is available. And then it is free, okay? for you to download and use. So uh, PDFs now, uh, files or formats now constitute a major digital assets globally. They are also used for test every document and then the quality of the image is also preserved. So once you have a knowledge in any field which I've shown us, irrespective of your vocations, you need to start creating this asset either by authoring a book and then the next thing is to monetize this PDF documents online. Video is the number two on a list of major eight major digital assets. Video has become a mainstream digital asset because of the different standardization that have taken place in time past. And it comes in various formats, the MP4, MP3, AVI, MOVs, depending on the standard, industrial standards that is used to create those uh, uh, pictures, emotion. Now we all share videos via the web with different files using .avi files, and all of these content constitutes assets. This brings about movies, news items, animations, training clips, advertisement, a lot of videos. And I'll be showing us why video is one of the eight major digital assets that you must have today. Presentations. I made mention that Microsoft presentations, either PowerPoint or Google Slides, quite a number of us in our occupations, our professions, our vocations, do a lot of presentations today. With the advent of COVID-19, we have been doing more virtual meetings, like these meetings tonight, is we are making use of PowerPoint presentation slide. These presentations have multi-purpose. For instance, it can be used for sales, for education as we are doing this evening, for marketing purposes. And all of these days, you can put them together, either convert them back to the Word document or use slide decks to prepare these presentations. They constitute a major digital asset, which can be monetized online, both now and in the future. Number four on our list is audio files. 
an audio asset is something that you use to further your business, your personal stories, could it be interviews or to explain products or to a podcast. For those of us who attended the first episode, the second episode, you realize we've converted all the meetings over one hour to podcasts. This podcast is being broadcasted in 19 different podcast channels by the podcast creator we are using. And that allows listeners in Asia, in America, in Europe, in Africa to listen to our webinar series. So what a huge potential, what a far-reaching uh, digital content to have as audio files. Several types of audio files exist today based on your a knowledge of the industry, but you use each one of them, which depends on your needs, and then the website that is creating the podcast for you. So, for example, uh, BWFIs often used by industries, they are used to store metadata storage, uh, while MP3 is for compressed size. So, for our own podcast at Jawosh Global Limited, we use it. MP3, and then this makes us accessible. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Amazon Radio podcast, if you're on Google uh, podcast, and a host of other podcasts that are well known out there. And then to be on Google podcasts, once you meet those conditions, your audio is available in all Google devices and have. What a reach, what an asset to have. Number five on our list this evening are images. Humorously, I was saying that, uh, you know, our females love to take a lot of pictures. And these images can form an asset for you digitally. In fact, it could be whole pictures that you've collected from your family house, your family history. It could be sites you visited on expensive vacations that you have paid for. You can actually bring all of these images and then capture them digitally. They become electronic. Put a right of use on them. And that allows them to become digital assets. We all know that no one size fits all. Different platform, different website and web pages, email campaigns require different sizes of these uh, assets as images using the standard of JPEG or PNG or GIF graphics. So, but most importantly, we see today that even those who are not photographers, who are just freelance photographers, who love pictures, are going about taking pictures everywhere in the world and then putting it on websites. And those websites are promoting their pictures and they can make as much as $9 per one image. You can imagine all your collections, how you can recreate them, you can Photoshop them, and then now go and put it on the side that start becoming a value to you, generating income as a cash flow. So there is tremendous volumes of images out there, but once it has a right of use, that constitutes a digital asset. And the number six digital asset for consideration this evening is spreadsheets. Spreadsheets are created using Microsoft Word, Excel, Google Spreadsheets, or the Open Office Cal. So you already have these tools, you are using them, you are working with them day to day in the office, but you might not be aware there are spreadsheets which you can use to teach other people how to use these tools and also how to use it on a day to day in your office can actually serve in a digital format, okay, and use it to earn income in online. Other common spreadsheet are dot one two three and ODS files, but this depends on your operating systems and platform. These you can use to set templates for small businesses, how to create a balance sheet, how to create an account book, okay, how to track and monitor your finances. You can offer private lessons. You can do that on YouTube, and you can use Upwork and also about Excel. But these are fast-growing digital assets today from the literatures that are really contributing to people's digital assets online. So the number seven is graphics. For those of us who went to study design, graphic designs, art, the internet has provided tremendous opportunity to get word using graphics alone. And there are essential assets that goes from just creating brand logos and materials 
to also working on different type of files and works out there. As a graphic designer, you can create and sell this template. You can share your knowledge through workshops and webinars. And this applies to every other vocations and professions I've shared, uh, I've shared earlier. You can sell stickers. You can be a design consultant. You can design for funds for creative markets. You can make pre-logo packages, branding packages. You can sell printables. And all of these activities are taking place. Uh, this is one of the inspiration I had in setting up the accrual word as this platform for independent education of our people here in our environment. Because I see a lot of people also purchase from some of these sites, which I use from some of my works. And just knowing that this opportunity is available, graphics alone can make you become wealthy online. We have the design files, which is number eight. These are assets that are used in production phase. It can be a PSD file that is Photoshop document or a TIF file. And the reason why they use TIF file for these design files, for instance, if you're in architecture, engineering, construction, industrial, manufacturing companies, you need such file because of ease size. And this allows you to tag for transparency and to Photoshop. So when you Photoshop templates, for instance, an architecture, an architect who have a site where he's collecting all kinds of designs, all kinds of designs could be building, could be road projects. So people come there to bind designs and you don't necessarily have to live in that environment. That is the beauty of creating these digital assets. So you find out that you can easily make money when you Photoshop or you freelance. It's essentially uh, converting all of your skills set and your knowledge and all of your uh, documents that you have archived over the years your knowledge repository, making them electronic and put a right of use to it and you have created a digital asset. So why digital assets? This is very important because there must be a motivation as to why uh, we are encouraging uh, citizens, friends in the network uh, to start creating these assets. Uh, businesses today are relying heavily on digital assets to influence the buying behavior and building brand awareness. Uh, oftentimes, when you go online to open your email, or you mistakenly you go to a website, uh, the next time you are opening your email, you get to see uh, a content promotion, a marketing or a brand promotion that is specific to your search or Google, or specific also to whatever activities you have conducted online. You see, that is how businesses are relying on those big data from the big tech companies to influence your buying behavior and bringing up a brand to you, uh, to your awareness. And before you know it, you click on it, and then one step or the other, you become their client. So if businesses are all relying on it today, then individuals need to take advantage of this to start creating these digital assets. Also digital assets today uh, comes as visual representation of products and services. So there are certain purchases we have made online. We have never been to their store. We don't know where they are manufactured those goods and services, but going online and to see the e-commerce site where they are being uh, put for visual representation or the e-commerce uh, brand uh, marketing content promotions, uh, we get engaged with such. And then if we are a target audience, that makes us also become a client. So there are fast arrays of these channels I will see this evening are mediums by which our digital asset is adding values to products, distribution, services, distributions this day. In short, from your company to organization logo to your advertisement, digital assets now serves as foundation of brand identity, and that is the future, which is here now. Why assets? According to Professor Sander, who is a blockchain uh, professor and has a center for blockchain in Germany. Uh, the future of capital markets in a Forbes publication in the month of uh, September, where he wrote an article, the future of capital markets will be digital assets. And they're already looking at a world, for instance, if you're in agriculture, uh, financial services in terms of leasings, okay, in terms of loan, will be access to digital assets. Okay, and this is how it will be working. The manufacturers of tractors will have manufactured tractors. Uh, 
Then those who need tractors, we use their digital assets to assess these tractors. And that as they're using these tractors, both the investor money, as well as the manufacturers and owners of these tractors, will be making money as these are being listed and used. So it serves as a security. The digital assets serves as a means of exchange and payment. And so capital markets now, we begin to have uh, a shift in how funds are being managed. Also in real estate, there are a lot of startups now who are looking at real estate. For instance, there is a digital asset company in Nigeria. They are into agriculture. I also invested through their website. I've never been to their farm, but the return of investment is every three months. And I invested in good farms. So the market is changing. How financial services will be provided is also changing. And JP Morgan of recently this year have asked the advisors to start offering digital asset funds to their retail wealth management clients. And that is the leveraging of the internet. That is the leverage economy. That is the impact of globalization. Ordinarily, citizens who would not have been able to invest in retail wealth management, in JP Morgan's, in all well-brand, um, global brand uh, banks now have opportunity to make such investment. If you're into Forex now, you realize that even some banks cannot participate in the forest market, but these technologies now allows uh, owners, uh, which are brokers, to actually collect funds from clients all over the world and then pull together with the, those who have the funds for such uh, forex market transactions to trade and you get your return value. So all of these are reasons why we must start considering digital assets if we want to be wealthy in the next uh, five to 10 years. And most alarming is the increase over the amount the digital citizens spent in 2020 and 2021, 62% increase. We saw $1.6 million spent in 60 seconds. That is huge. And that should be attractive to anyone to start creating ease or own digital assets. Now, governments everywhere are beginning to see digital assets as the future. In Central America, recently this year, Ex in specifically, they established a Bitcoin as a legal tender by the lawmakers. Also in South America, Paraguay has drafted a legislation to establish Bitcoin as a property for tendering, okay? In Nigeria now, if you want to assess a loan, you need a property to serve as your collateral. But in Paraguay, Bitcoin will replace property. So that is how digital asset is becoming important. Of course, Africa seems to be leading uh, the growth in central banks' digital currencies and the use of digital assets. And Nigeria is uh, leading in this direction. Recently, the Central Bank of Nigeria introduced the e-Naira, the digital Naira, and which essential purpose is to uh, improve uh, how welfare funds get across to the citizen and also to increase remittance uh, from foreign countries. Uh, as you all know that our second largest source of foreign income is the remittances by Nigerians in the diaspora. So governments are beginning to see digital assets as a necessary infrastructures. Private sectors are investing in digital assets infrastructure to see that because the future is nearer than when we first believed. And in Africa, countries like Tunisia, Morocco, Ghana, Kenya, Madagascar, are also looking at the possibility of introducing a central bank digital currencies. So if any citizens of the world is not aware of this development, in another five, 10 years, you'll find yourself maybe poorer than you are now, if I be, be permitted to use that word. Uh, most striking in Kenya is the use of a coin. A coin is a digital currency, uh, which serves both for financial services and for aid services used in a particular medical hub. And it was named after Akon, the musician. And Akon, with Akon, uh, rural dwellers are beginning to have access to financial services they could not have before. They are also beginning to be able to have access to healthcare, which is the bane of uh, uh, the SDG3, uh, health uh, well-being for all. And that is to say, universal health coverage. So we're beginning to see how governments are beginning to respond to digital assets. 
and particularly it's growing in Africa because the government wants to have a control on how these assets are moving, how payments are being made. And that is equally happening in Europe as well as in the America. We can see JP Morgan already asking his advisors to start talking to retail wealth management to start offering digital assets as a means of uh, tendering. So what are the principles for valuing digital assets? Principles for valuing digital assets. Apology for that uh, uh, misread valuing. Okay, digital assets principle to know the value. Uh, this involves determining whether or not that asset can be used outside the context of where it was created. For instance, if you have a site, you have a blog, you have a newsletter uh, by which you share some of these eight digital assets listed, probably you have video, you have images, you have files in PDF, and you are the creator. Now it might be of estimable it must be of value to you. But if it cannot be used by others and others doesn't have a value for it, then that shows that your asset does not have value. That is, it must have value in another context. Okay? That is one way to know that the digital asset you are creating has value. In another setting, it must also be adding value for people to want to use it. And that makes it to have a value in such a way that you can actually quantify over time. And if it is not making money at the moment, as we'll see, as part of the principles to value your digital assets, uh, that does not mean you should stop creating the digital assets. If it's not being used in other settings, that does not mean you should stop creating those digital assets. But if your digital assets is already bringing you income and you have followers, you have leads being generated, you have hundreds to millions of those leads or followers, then definitely your digital asset can be used in other settings. And so it will be seen as a digital asset of high value. The second principle involves in you placing a value on the digital asset based on its ability to create business value. I mentioned this. So if that digital assets begin to generate income, you monetize your website, you monetize your PDF, eBooks, you monetize your audios, your podcast, you monetize your Excels, whatever electronic content that you have created and a right of use, and then it's beginning to bring in income, begin to bring in income, then it shows that it is of high value. So that is how to know digital assets that has value. That is, there's a business value, economic uh, uh, value is beginning to generate from it. So it's an asset. It's serving like a cash flow now. The third principle requires that of valuation of data asset is be to look forward. Again, this is what I mentioned earlier. In case your asset is not generating income, you have it on Instagram, you have it on a Facebook page or your group, you have a website, you have a blog, and never mind, if it is a book, never mind. Uh, if you remember the story of WhatsApp and uh, Facebook, when WhatsApp started, uh, uh, Facebook uh, declined to use them. When LinkedIn started, investors declined. But look at what value they have become today. Facebook bought WhatsApp from the creators at 20 billion US dollars. So digital assets will always hold value keep creating the content and keep improving on those contents. So how do I create my own digital assets and grow them? Uh, for tonight's edition, the third episode, uh, we'll be looking at growing the digital assets uh, into details. Our next month series is growing your digital assets, where we'll be focusing on, on how to grow these digital assets, the principles and the methods of growing the various digital assets you might have created between now and our next episode, episode four, which is taking place on Friday 12th of November, 2021. But how do I create them? Everything requires plan. When you don't plan, you have actually planned to fail. So planning requires change management. And that's why in the first series, we gave out change management course to many of our attendees. Uh, we are tracking to see how many people have registered 
how many people have gone to read this course. And we all need this courage to change course, to understand and search out how digital assets are created. So a lot of research is also needed individually. You need to plan for these big changes to start creating this asset. And then when you are created, once you have created them, uh, make it easy for people to create value, get value from it. Let it be something that is solving a problem. I'll be showing us under the strategies how to go about that. Also let your asset attract your target audience, your customers is very important because if you create a content that is not adding value to any niche, then most likely it cannot have economic value. And then in terms of principles of valuing your digital assets, you might not be able to get investors or individuals who want to use your assets for payment or for exchange of goods and services. So there must also be a guideline on how the content can be used. If your product does not have an operational guide, it makes it difficult for people to assess it. Again, you must take these assets to where the users are. That is your target audience. You must know them, which I'll be sharing in the methodology. And most importantly, progress in life is as a result of evaluation. So we need to measure where we are in terms of the plan, in terms of the target audience, the claims that these contents will be serving their needs, the guidelines, and to see how many users are using, whether you're on Facebook, IG, WhatsApp, TikTok, Google AdSense, I will see later, and then monitor these products like assets. When you start making income from it, if it's of a high value then, assess how your initial assets look like to understand the type of clients that really wants to listen and how you can be better at giving them what they need. So you measure the outcomes and then take the lessons to improve on the digital asset. Probably is the video quality, Anywhere you place on most of the most popular sites today will tell you what video size, what video image, and what the qualities are. So it's very important as you grow these assets. Uh, the things that I expected for you to do this after this section this yeah. evening is that analyze your profession, your occupation. For this section, we have gone through what digital assets are. We just looked summarily how to create these digital assets. We said there are eight major digital assets, uh, which includes PDF, it includes images, audios, Excel, okay? It includes designs. And you can see that irrespective of the profession or the occupation that you have, there are contents that you can make electronic, that you're already creating that are electronic, that you can now put a right of use to it and serve as your digital asset. So number one thing you must do for us at Accrue Word is analyze your profession. What occupations category are you under? Are you in engineering, in the health services, financial services, or what vocation? Even a roadside mechanic, they also teach, they educate. So all of these can be turned to contents that can become digital assets. So write down the types of digital assets you can create based on these eight major uh, digital assets that have been discussed this evening. In case you came a bit uh, late, uh, you will get the podcast so that you can catch up. What are the types that you can create or you've started creating and do this based on what you can do passionately, okay? That is, even if nobody is paying for your content at the moment, but you love to create those content. It has huge and immense uh, value, which you think will impact a particular niche. Uh, once you have done that, we'll be sharing later our Facebook page. You can also send us an email through which you got the invitation link, and then we'll be working with you to see how for your various digital assets and the various professions or occupations or markets that you serve currently, then how to help you uh, create more of these assets in a way that it can be having recurring income. So what to do next? Once you know the types of assets that you need to create, just start creating them. Start creating them. Videos, start creating them. Images, start creating them. 
uh, PDF files, for eBooks, for illustrations, photography, start creating them. Just start creating this content, keep building them up electronically. Now, in most important that is, uh, ideas without action is delusion, according to John Rim. So we need you to take action now, after this webinar, and do it per minute. That is what makes the difference between the successful and unsuccessful in life. That is the difference between the wealthy and the poor. I said in episode one that the characteristic difference between the poor, the rich, and the wealthy is the fact that the poor always looks for money. The poor always look for my money. Where do I get money? But the rich looks for how do I accumulate properties? How do I accumulate material possessions? But the wealthy discuss ideas. So AccruWed is a place where we discuss ideas using digital tools and technology to become wealthy for we are in the fourth industrial revolution age. So we go quickly to the tools, strategies, and the science behind digital work. Quite a number of people have been asking me if we start using these tools, how much will I make in the first day? How much will I make after a month? And I said, first of all, even know the tools and know how to use this tool properly. You can start making income in three days, in one week. You can start making income monthly. You can start making income uh, quarterly. But it all depends on how you go about it, which is the strategies I'll be sharing with us. So quickly, we look at these tools to create this digitization. Most of them we're already aware of. So the takeaway from this session is that you know the tools that you need to create your digital assets, the methods of generating hundreds of thousands or even millions of leads. Now, every business, every trade needs leads. No matter how skillful or how knowledgeable you are, there are people out there that need your skills and knowledge that you need to have had value to. So creating them into digital assets enables you to reach millions of people that ordinarily your skills, your knowledge, your experience cannot reach. But most importantly, you must understand the method by which you can reach them. Most of the tech giants have a way of limiting hearts. And that's why we talk about strategies, because for instance, if you make a post on Facebook and then it's get you are tagging quite a number of people, Facebook will query you that no, go and make a purchase or go to a group page and then do a paid advert. So, and all of this requires a methodology whereby you can be spending on ads, spending on ads, and then you are not getting the needed uh, income from your digital assets. So quickly we discuss that because of time and then show us some of the worth of some of these assets so that we can be motivated and have a wife uh, power this evening to get started creating these digital assets and to follow up with our series, which is growing your digital assets in the month of November to help you grow your assets. So what are the tools to create digital assets? It might surprise you that you already have these tools. They are not new. It could be owned privately or it could be owned by your business. Uh, it could be a software. These are the tools you need. You need a laptop. Your mobile phones are there. In Nigeria alone, over 187 million Nigerians are connected to uh, GSM, the Global System of Mobile Communications System. And not only that, we have almost 100 million mobile internet users. That is huge uh, target audience to reach with whatever digital assets you are creating. So we have audio equipment. These days, you don't even need audio equipment. There are softwares like Otter AWARE that uh, speech to test. Most of your mobile phones comes with speech to test devices. Google has them. And then you can create electronic content easily. So it's just to be able to manage your schedules on a daily basis and your time. Uh, we have tablets and then we have cloud-based software, as I made mention. And then there are also cloud-based softwares that allows you to create videos, images of all science, animations, illustrations. So, and then there are also licensed software that you can actually purchase to achieve the creation of these digital assets. So we are not new to these tools, but probably we are not aware that these tools are what I need to create these digital assets. So 
Other tools are the cloud-based sites. We all know Facebook, we know Google, blogging sites, search engine optimizations, emails, content marketing, Twitter, Facebook groups, Facebook page, Tabola, Adbrain, email swaps, just to mention a few of them. There are several online by which you can create your digital asset. But most importantly is the strategy to go about creating it. Number one, you must have a niche and you need to analyze that niche. Your profession, your occupation must be serving a particular audience and the market. So is that the niche that you want to create your digital assets for? And you must have a servant mentality because your content intends to serve that niche, intends to add value to that niche. Number two, where do this market or where does the market or the niche or the people that you want to reach, where do they gather? You need to find out where they gather. Are they on social media forums, Instagram, Facebook? What particular forums are they? Are they uh, receiver of particular newsletters? Do they have physical uh, premises or places where they gather? Maybe a cooperative society, maybe a community uh, group, maybe a professional body. You need to become more aware of where the target audience exists. And that helps you to determine the type of contents, the tools that you need to use to reach them, to add value to them. It's about adding value. And number three thing is to make a huge list of their problems, their challenges, what are the roadblocks? That is why they're not achieving the desired results because your content should be creating results for them. Your content should be creating the path for them and serve as a vehicle to achieve their results. Your content should be creating answers to their questions. And then your questions should be creating solutions to their problems or challenges. And then the next thing now is to create a digital asset that meets the needs of those group. Uh, this is a, a matrix to explain uh, problems. You look for solutions, the questions, for instance, how can I increase uh, my customer base as a real estate agent? Okay, what tools do you want to use for that? Oh, I'm a medical personnel. How do I provide more uh, educational content for clients in my feed? There's a particular problem you have researched and you see that uh, it's becoming a public health uh, concern. Uh, you, you just look for answers and then you use that to create your digital content. Uh, you create your value, that is the straight. So, and you start adding it. Once you've identified where this uh, uh, niche is, uh, you've analyzed the market, you know where they gather, then the next thing is to have adding value to them with your content. Start getting your content to them. Never mind whether they like it or not. Never mind whether you have followed or not, whether you have a site, you have uh, a presence on IG, you have a presence on Facebook, Facebook group, or Google Hard. Just keep creating this content. Like we have said, over time, it will become of high value. And that makes you an expert because you are serving your niche. There's a value you are adding to them. And so oftentimes, they will always come back to you. Consistently do this, nonstop, content promotions. Uh, it's advisable to give two hours of your day. If you have a very busy schedule, you must look for that two hours. Uh, that's part of what form why this uh, webinar take place Friday evenings and time is 7 p.m. so that we begin to teach ourselves how to map out on a daily basis time to attend to so creating this content and making it available for our niche. Also, with eight, 10 hours a day, you are sure to get 100%, that is increasing the number of hours you spend also uh, improves your results and the desired expectation to see that your contents have a business value in it. So as part of our strategies, uh, we recommend Google and Facebook for you because Google is the number one search engine in the world and Facebook is the number one social media platform in the world. So there's huge digital citizens who are involved or engaging with Google and uh, uh, Facebook. So therefore, you don't need to buy traffic. If you need to buy traffic, there are those that is leads for your content. 
there are those who have paid traffic. But we'll be showing you how to easily grow traffic without necessarily buying traffic using Google uh, search engine or Facebook. Uh, what every business is need is the traffic. And what you need is actually a one page, we could serve as a landing page or a website, and that is automated and is linked to an electronic mail uh, autoresponder provider. So that once you generate the traffic from Google or Facebook or for events, for instance, I told some of our followers that whatever you see me do now, that is the model to grow your traffic, adding value to a specific niche and communities, showing people how they can become better and more successful at what they do or want to do. And that actually generates the traffic that you need. And there are a lot of automated emails provider how they there. We have sending bulls. Some website comes with a number of emails uh, automated for sending through their newsletters or you upload those emails. But I will be showing you why I'm emphasizing on using email as the core strategy to generate traffic. In 2021 alone, over 900 emails were sent in 60 seconds. 900 emails in 60 seconds. And emails have become so formal today that there's no day that we don't check our emails. And so I will show you certain statistics. 66% uh, of people made purchases because they received the content, promotional content via their emails. Uh, some of us must have taken courses or made some purchases even because of the kind of emails that we get. And you wonder how did these organizations or this business got my email? Where did they get the email from? Like I made mention, there are those who sell traffic, but I wouldn't advise us to start buying traffic because it could be expensive. You need to grow your own traffic organically and then uh, in an organic manner. And then uh, you start also uh, buying traffic when it's needed. That's true ad on Google or true ad on Facebook. Okay, now talking about the words of these digital assets. This was on the site, Christie's.com is an artwork and it was bought for a whooping 97 million naira and 20,000. We have so many gifted people around us in Nigeria whose hard work can be put on such sites. And looking at this hard work, uh, for me, a person, I'm not attracted to it, but somebody paid $176,400 for it. So that's what of assets. I'm sure when he created it, he never expected anybody anywhere to purchase it for that amount. So this is why it's important to start thinking of digital asset forward. And in terms of websites and landing page, I may mention, looking at conversion rates, some of us have websites. 98% um, of visitors uh, really don't uh, become converted on our sites. You can achieve 10 to 20 sales out of every uh, 1,000 visitors, and that's one to 2% conversion rate. But a very good landing page can grow a traffic of 500 to 700, and then it allows you to have constant communications because they are connected to an email autoresponder. And then that can actually generate a monthly income of $500. That is how valuable digital assets could be. Again, I said 72% of people prefer email for communications from businesses. And this was a research done from Marketing Sherpa. 66% of people purchase a product because of an email that's from Direct Marketing Association. Most people check their emails every day. We all check our emails every day. And as out of 2019, we have over 5.6 billion active email accounts. That is a very, very uh, large traffic from which your content can reach many people. Now, the worth of one email per month is $1. And in 12 months, it's $12. Researchers have shown that return on emails as an asset is between $32 to $42 per year, if you understand and have the right tools to make it happen. Google traffic, when you have 50,000 views on your page, 
monthly, Google pays you as much as $1,590 annually. That is a side income. That is a side business. So why can't you create a digital asset, spend two hours every day, maybe two days a week, three days, depending on how your daily schedule permits you? Of course, we have a, one of the fastest growing social media platform, TikTok. It's the seventh most used media platform with over 689 active users as of January this year. And then you can monetize your videos there once you have up to 1,000 followers. So there is a tremendous opportunity there to increase our income stream using this digital technology to, to create digital assets. The second largest search engine is YouTube. I'm sure most of us have YouTube account. Uh, we have not visited there in quite a long time. But you can see that YouTube alone as that this year has produced content that was 60 years of the traditional media industries, TV, radios, all combined since its existence. That is huge. And 100 hours of video content is being uploaded every 60 seconds. Hundreds of millions. It's in 56 countries. So this gives us a tremendous advantage of growing our content. And the next series in November, we'll be focusing on each of these avenues to better understand how you can grow your digital assets on all of these major sites and search engine tools. So I'll be concluding shortly. Our slogan at our crew web is you too can be worthy. Don't forget that your choices informs your habits. You do it every day and it can determine the kind of momentum you get either in your health, your income, relationship, happiness, or success, and whether you also get influences that are wrong from associates, and this determine your acceleration in life uh, to fulfill your dreams. Uh, people don't seize opportunities. Uh, the worthy always look for new ideas. The worthy always take on new challenges. Uh, creating digital assets for wealth is a new opportunity, and what can limit you from doing that is fear. Also, lack of adequate knowledge, that's why we are taking time to educate people, and also prevent you from making good decisions. And then, again, if you don't understand, you could have negative emotions from anger to envy. All of this prevents you from learning from others or focusing on your strength and capacity to look at the niche to serve with your skills, your professions, and doubts in itself uh, incapacitators to fulfill our dreams. Uh, don't hate anybody because they become better than you. This can hinder you from becoming worthy. Uh, you must forgive everybody in case somebody offended you, in case you have done network marketing before, forex trading and it has not worked, crypto. It's time to forgive and to learn better how to use these tools uh, to create wealth. Again, pride is one of the things that hold us back in taking advantage of what is out there. So be willing to learn. Uh, you have questions for us, uh, you want to reach out to us, uh, you can send us an email at jawosh.com. I uh, will graciously send you emails. If you have missed any of our episodes, uh, we'll be glad to also send you the podcast. Again, the podcast of tonight's uh, series will be available for as many. Uh, try to visit our Facebook page, uh, Jawosh Global Limited, and join the team at AccruWed. There we are able to discuss and look at how we are all doing with the lessons that we have learned in the series so far. Uh, don't forget in the month of November, uh, we'll be starting a new edition, which is growing uh, your digital assets for wealth. Now that we know what digital assets are, it is time to start creating them. Taking action is important as getting rich. This is not rocket science. That's why the grade A student, those who have yeah, rich in intellectual wealth, are actually not wealthy and they serve those who does not have the mathematical inclinations or intellectual power, the brain power. So it is possible that a crew world will constantly in pursuit of the next best course of action and there's always room for improvement at every stage of our life. Whatever we have asked, please do it every day without excuses and exceptions. We ask you to do as takeaway, do it one step at a time, and then if you missed our template for financial goals to start now, please feel free to send us an email. We can send you that. Uh, don't forget that 
we need to be deliberate. Expectations without deliberate uh, intentions can lead to frustrations in life. We hope with this webinar series, this particular edition, inform you about digital ads, how they are being created, what tools are how they are in our series, which is starting the next episode, episode four, uh, growing your digital assets for wet. Uh, we will be looking at specific tools and how you can use it to grow your content online such that the value of your assets can begin to generate income. Thank you so much for your time. Working towards being worthy requires time. It takes place within the process of time. You need to get familiar with these processes. Actions must be taken on a daily basis. That makes you more experienced and then we can achieve mastery so you too can be wealthy. So thank you so much. I always look out for challenges and what digital content assets or tools that can be used to solve them. Have a realistic expectations and then don't forget mastery is not achieved overnight. Let's keep our eye on the goal. Uh, let's look out for our mentorship programs so you too can be wealthy.